Welcome back to Life Advice Radio. My name is Jake, and today's story starts in the Bronx, when our main character, Naomi, was eight. It was summertime. It was the last day of a three-week stay at her grandmother's house. And my uncle came in to pick me up. My uncle at the time was quite religious, and um, he's in. he was in this very sort of demonstrative born-again sect of Christianity. And he had a girlfriend, and she was as well. Naomi hears them come in, opens her bedroom door. And I look out, and I see the couple, the happy couple, and they're wearing white. Now, it's very boring, bland white. They look like church officers, like deacons or something, which I think they were in their church, so I just thought it was like some sort of church costume. After I saw them, I didn't think much of it. I walked into the bedroom. And I proceeded to watch Labyrinth. Great movie. Love it. And just as Naomi's getting comfortable, she hears... A commotion down the hallway. Lots of yelling and sorts of things falling. And I didn't know what was going on. So, again, I peeked my head out of the bedroom um, and looked into the hallway. And I saw my uncle and my aunt facing the doorway of what was then my grandmother's sewing room. And the contents of said sewing room were flying out at their faces and their bodies. Coat hangers, shoes, needles, pins, scissors, great things to throw at people that you love. But to be fair, they had just told my grandmother some quite alarming news. And what I thought was just these white, ridiculous church costumes were actually their wedding attire. They'd eloped. Not a nice thing to do to a mother. But at the same time, most people's grandmas don't throw the contents of their sewing rooms out at their children. So she she's a little special. In temperament and in appearance. Grandma is half Jamaican and half Chinese. So she basically just looks like this little Filipino lady and then she comes up to you and starts talking and you're completely confused this insanely, insanely Jamaican accent that's very thick, almost unintelligible. Like, she just got off the boat, like, four seconds ago, but really she's been in this country for 35 years. Naomi's grandmother, born Hilda May Chan and disowned by her Chinese father when she got pregnant at age 17, was working as a waitress and living in one of the poorest neighborhoods in Kingston, Jamaica, when she decided to leave her four children with her mother and move to New York. A couple of weeks ago, she and Naomi were on the phone, and Naomi was telling her how much I admired her spirit and how much her spirit of like coming from Jamaica with nothing just impressed me and really made, you know, made me think that I had that kind of like pilgrim adventurer spirit. And I was telling her how crazy that was and she and and how, you know, she must have been so frightened. And she told me actually it was much more frightening than I than I knew because she came to this country and when she got here she was supposed to stay with a relative and that relative uh, married into our family that relative attempted to say that she had to pay for her rent here in an unseemly manner my grandmother is not one to take anything from anyone so she looked up and said absolutely not and promptly left so now she's in this foreign country a peasant class like person from the slums of Kingston 
Um, and she has four like nearly starving children and she's all alone in New York. So she gets a job as domestic help for some fancy people, moves in, starts saving money, meets a nice guy, moves in with him, keeps saving money, gets pregnant with his kid, and then finds out that one of her little cousins has accidentally ratted her out. And when I asked her, what do you mean you got ratted out? She said that she didn't tell her husband about these children. The four starving Jamaican children. And I asked why, and she said it's because it was none of his business. I said, you're living with the guy. You got four kids in another country. You're trying to bring them over, and it's none of his business? She said, no. And apparently, he agreed. She brought them over, they all moved into his apartment, and things were good. But we're getting off track. Something else happened on that phone call a couple of weeks ago. Something that we can trace to one of the great rite of passage moments in Naomi's life. At some point in a relationship, in every relationship, comes a very special time, a very important time. The time when you change your Facebook status to indicate that your relationship has changed. Naomi was at that point three years ago. She was in the biggest love of her life. And it was with a woman. So before she made the change on Facebook... I realized that I might have had family members that I hadn't ever come out to personally. And I, I didn't really come out to anyone. I kind of, you know, just... My sexuality was evolving and everyone was on the ride with me. So everything was as much of a surprise to me as it was to everyone else. So, you know, I, I never really had to do the coming out dance. Um, that being said, I know some people might be shocked by these things. So I figured, like, uh, in deference to family members, I should either not put up a status before I talk to them or put up my status and make sure to, res you know, let pe give people the heads up. So Naomi called her youngest aunt, her coolest aunt, an aunt who... When I was younger, she was like hanging out with like rappers and was like getting LL Cool J to babysit me and like... An aunt who also happened to be living with Grandma Hilda May. So I called her and asked her what she thought and whether I should tell my grandmother and other family relatives. She said that, no, I didn't have to tell Grandma because Grandma might freak out. As you can hear, Grandma's history... We don't really, you know, that's a real possibility. So let's not rock the boat. And for a couple of years, all went smoothly. Grandma didn't know what grandma didn't need to know. And Naomi wasn't too worried about it. Until Naomi's other aunt got involved. The aunt who is constantly fighting with grandma. Grandma loves to get into sorts of like vendettas with people and crazy blood feuds. And whatever happened, now there's just... There's something between them, and they're, they're always fighting, always going at it, except for quite recently. Because, quite recently, a few months ago, that other aunt... Decided to try to get back in Grandma's good graces, and so the only way she thought to do it was to throw me under the bus and create a new enemy for Grandma. So what my lovely aunt does is she goes to Grandma and says, Do you know what? Your granddaughter just moved to L.A. with a girl who, by the way, she's been with for three years and her mother must know this. And it's a sin and it's crazy and it's a tragedy. And Naomi finds out about this because she gets a phone call from the LL Cool J aunt. And she's quite frantic on the phone. And she's telling me that Grandma's on the warpath and that I have to watch out because Grandma's going to call me in a few days. And she's like ranting and raving around the house. A few days later, Grandma calls. And I'm expecting grandma to go 
insane on the warpath. But she doesn't. In fact, she swings in the entirely opposite direction. She starts crying. This woman, this like strongest, most amazing, like crazy badass woman is now crying on the phone. Well, it's grandma. And, you know, I don't, I try to talk to her and find out, you know, what exactly is going on. And she is concerned for the state of my soul. She legitimately thinks I'm going to hell because she believes in like, old school religion I clearly know I can't yell at her I'm not actually mad at her I'm actually more sad that I've made my grandmother sad and I'm I'm like I don't know what to do in this situation well it just so happens that Naomi had already planned a trip to India the land of self-discovery and a few days after that phone call she flies away now maybe we're too deep into this craziness for you to remember but I have referred multiple times already to a phone call that happened a couple of weeks ago that phone call is the post-India phone call. A phone call that started with Grandma telling the story of her first night in New York. A phone call that didn't refer to the teary pre-India phone call until it was almost over. At the end of the call, she makes sure to tell me that she still loves me and that even though this is going on and she might not approve, that I shouldn't be fearful of calling her. And she even asks about my partner. So I hang up with her, and I know I have to call her soon. In fact, I've just gotten a job, so I have great news to tell her and about my life, although I didn't really tell her I was unemployed because that wouldn't have been good with the whole girlfriend moving to L.A. story. But, I mean, I'll tell her about my new job. Great. Um, and I don't know. I don't know how to proceed. Any advice? Forgot this was Life Advice Radio, didn't you? Tom and Peter? So I think Naomi just needs to trust that grandma's experienced, grandma's a mature woman, grandma's gonna, is moving in the right direction, you know? I don't think Naomi has to intervene at all. I think grandma's gonna figure it out for herself and stop being conflicted. It's just gonna take her a little time to get used to the idea. I don't know what sort of financial position Naomi is in, but it might be wise to have grandma come and spend some time and sort of get to know that relationship, either staying in a hotel or but while staying elsewhere, not with Naomi, because I think that uh, would be a safe buffer. Basically, I want to encourage Grandma to uh, discover couchsurfing.com. <laughs> I think through interacting with Naomi and her significant other and through interacting with these strangers who are living in a similar environment, she'll come to understand and believe that Naomi is a rational being who can take care of her own shit. I, I think the couch surfing idea is damn genius. Come to LA for a week, couch surf on three different couches, do the cultural exchange, cook in order to reciprocate at night, and then hang out with Naomi every day. Yeah, Grandma will come around. If, if her concern is... Uh, rate at which she comes around, then yeah, couch surfing would be a way to expedite it. But yeah, grandma's determined. She's steely-eyed. Naomi, it sounds like you have one of the coolest grandmas in the world. And it sounds like you are in the process of making her even cooler. For Drop, I'm Jake DiGrazia in Los Angeles. <laughs>